to a very special episode of... Oh, wow! Hello! And welcome! Will you stop that? He's trying to introduce the show. Do you want to be on the radio or what? <laughs> Dave, put your crash helmet on and get on with it. Righto. Uh, just buttoning up here, listeners. I'll introduce the show then. Um, uh, hello and welcome to Mud Vines on... <laughs> Maybe we should move out of the way of the dartboard and just get on the stage, Fog. Double top! Yes, yes, all right, we're moving. <laughs> So much for a surprise entrance. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special show on Gamma Radio, where we have taken over the pub quiz from the Baron himself, who happens to have a dicky tummy this evening. It was a fanny chest not long ago. What is he doing in that castle? Don't want to know, Fog, and neither do you. Well, speak for yourself. Anyway, no! Oi! Who threw that? We've moved out of the way. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to sing. Oh, I see. Well, that's okay. Wait, what? How dare you? If you don't calm down, then maybe I will sing. I know a little ditty that'll make your hair curl. Well, at least your audience knows who you are, Fog. Anyway, you find us here in Mog's Bar as celebrity compares for the Wasteland's premier intellectual fun-filled alcohol-fuelled group examination. Otherwise known as the pub quiz. Let's not beat about the bush, Dave. Everyone knows this is for devoids. It's not high culture, is it? But listeners, perhaps today will be different, as the quiz master for this evening has raised the bar significantly in terms of the complexity and difficulty of the questions. No more questions such as, who is Lois Spittle's favourite baron? Or, what is the name of Mog's bar? For tonight, we will challenge the intellectual powerhouses of Lois Spittle with questions that uh, basically nobody except me would know the answer to. But first, we've got the news. Uh-oh. We don't want the news. Give us the pub quiz. Screw the news. Give us booze. Screw the news. Give us booze. Screw the news. Give us booze. Screw the news? But it's the linchpin that holds the show together. It's boring. They're not going to buy it, Dave. Let's just do it later. Things are already turning ugly. Look, he started to rotate over there by the piano. Something's not quite right here. I'm going to turn around and see what's going on. Oh, no. We're starting the quiz, Mr. Ugly, sir. Everything's fine. Quick, Fog, get on with it. Uh, right, right. Uh, OK. Um, uh, settle down, settle down. Uh, uh, Dave, what's the first round? Uh, the first round will be current affairs or today's news. <sighs> OK, do you all have your pens? Good, good. Then let's get cracking. First question. Which famous celebrity got caught in hot water after he snuck into a stranger's house to have a bath? Question number two. 2,000 copies of the same celebrity's failed book had to be pulped for the bedding of the Baron's guinea pigs last week. What was the title of that glorified pamphlet? And following on from that question, which filthy flop house has that author been living in since his career failed spectacularly due to his own arrogant hubris? I, I can't answer any of these. I haven't heard today's news. Well, whose fault is that? 
You've only got yourselves to blame, haven't you? Yeah, maybe you should have listened to the news when you had the chance. I call this a victory for tabloid ethics. High five, Fog. What? Ow! Oh, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, what? Who's that? Oh, inflammatory spigot. It's you. You know that well it's me. These questions are disgraceful. This is an absolute travesty. They're nothing but duplicitous slander. This is a mockery of the grand traditions of the pubic house. Well, I'm not staying here to be insulted. I'm going to have a bath and go to bed. Good night. Ha! Good riddance. Right, well, that's the end of round one. I hope you've all swatted up before you came. <laughs> right, now what? Uh, well, why don't you read this whilst I do a few Vox Pops? A few? This is no time for drugs, Dave. But whilst I read this, why don't you go and talk to the punters, eh? What is this, anyway? It's the notes from the Baron's Lackey on how to run a pub quiz. Right. Good idea, Dave. Maybe we should have read these before we started. Mm -hmm. You go then and interview some of the plebs. OK. Uh, follow me down here, listeners. Down into the crowd. That sound you can hear is the infamous sticky floor of Mog's Bar. What a treat for you, listeners. Nobody knows how it gets so sticky. I do. Oh! Oh, dear. Well, anyway, uh, let's talk to our first quiz team. Hello, you are live on Gamma Radio. What's your quiz team, and how do you think you're doing? Oh, you're in fancy dress, I see. What are you dressed as? Vickers! Oh, rude. I was only inquiring as to what you are. Anyway, what's your team name? Assholes be damned! Oh, that's too much for the radio. Oh, Father Magma didn't mean to be rude there. He meant our souls be damned. Not bamholes. You see, we are vicars, holy men of the old religion. Oh, religious. Don't get many of you in Lower Spittle. Uh, what do you believe in, then? Oh, you know, God, cheeses, all the old-fashioned stuff. Lucifer! Lucifer? From the clothes shop? We don't need to believe in her. She exists. Yes, and she's an infernal devil from the depths of hell. A foul temptress. No, oh, I don't believe any of that. What's your evidence for her supernatural evilness? It's these blasted dog collars. I was expecting an Afghan wolfhound, and all she sold us was these bits of white cloth. Said it was traditional, and now she won't give us a refund. Well, it was a bit of a bad deal, but as the good book says, we should forgive and forget, Father Magma. She'll burn in hell for eternity with little devils jumping at her rectum with red-hot porkers! What was that, Dave? Sounds like fun. What are you getting involved with? No, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Uh, we'll move on. Thank you, fathers, and good luck with the rest of the quiz. Oh. Oh, let's move on to the next table. Uh, what about you two? Uh, what have you come as, then? Have you come in fancy dress, or, or are you actually time-travelling funeral directors? Our dress is appropriate for our line of work. Comfortable and practical. An air of authority. And nothing to snag. Upon dangerous machinery. Oh, that's, um... Confusing. Uh, so what's your team name, then? Sorry, gentlemen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Dave, Dave, come on. Leave them alone now. Come on. Can't you see official people from outside the county when you see them? You'll cost me my licence. What licence? My Irish accent licence. You don't think this comes naturally, do you? How else am I going to stand out amongst all these similar voices in Lowispital? Uh, surely you'd understand, Dave. I mean, your voice. Uh, well, OK, OK, that, that's fine. We'll move on. Uh, so, uh, on the next table here, we have a few members of... Oh. <laughs> the local constabulary. Lower Spittle Town Guard. Hello, Sergeant. 
Hello, hello, hello. What's all this then? It's the pub quiz, Sergeant. Aren't you taking part? I meant, why are you sticking that microphone in my face? This isn't another expose, is it? I remember the last one you did on corruption. My officers were supposedly extorting cash from the public by issuing false Doncal parking tickets. Was it not? A charge to this day, I vehemently deny, Mr Davidson. There. I stand by my sources. Nick the Crim and Peter Pickpocketer. Peter doesn't even own a Doncal. Well, he shouldn't stand around next to lampposts looking like a Doncal, then, should he? Dave, have you quite finished chin-wagging with the lawmen? I'm nearly ready. Evening, Fog. Do you want us to prepare a room for you this evening? Oh, I prefer cell number three if it's all the same to you. Uh, I mean, I've never met you before. I don't know what you're talking about, Sergeant Sideways. Oh, right. Uh, th- th- let's move on. Got a nice cell picked out for you too, Dave. <gasps> it's only a matter of time. Oh, moving on. Um, uh, hello, hello. Who are you and what's your team name? Your listeners may have already heard of me. Uh, my name is Catherine Hempine and my team is Les Quiserables. Don't talk to them, Dave. They're the Amateur Dramatic Society. Oh, the ones that won't let you join? Well, actually, you just can't pass any of our tests. They're rigged. They're just scared that I'll upstage them. It's really for your own good, Fog. The last performance I saw you in, you were so bad that the audience forgot you were there and started heckling each other. How dare you! They were plants. What did you expect your audience to be? You were performing in a garden centre, because no theatre would have you. Shut up! Minus a point for, for, for mutiny. Anyway, Dave, get up here. It's time for the next round. Right. Have you read the instructions? Yes, Dave. Five times now. And you'll be pleased to know that I have discovered that after round one comes round two. What is round two, Dave? Uh, round two is the, um, the riddles round. That's not normal. It's usually the copyrighted music round. Yes, well, today is a little different. Right, everybody, time for the riddles round. Each team must answer three riddles. I'll read several clues in succession, but you can buzz in at any time. OK, have you all got your buzzers ready? Yes, me, me, I was first. I get the point. No, you don't. That's minus ten for Lake Quiserable. Oh. Get ready for the first riddle. I am an objet of ubiquitous occurrence. I was forged in the heart of incandescence itself. What was he on about? No questions, only answers. Minus ten to Lake Quiserable. But he's not on our team. Minus ten more. Next clue. I'm wet when I'm dirty, and I'm wet when I'm cleaned. Uh, Right. Next clue. Wait. Where do you think you're going? Sit down. I can't think unless I've had a wee. I'm going to the toilet. Oh, I see. Heading a bloody encyclopedia in there, I bet. Well, it won't help. That's minus ten points to the lawmen. Right, no more interruptions, if you please. Is no one going to buzz in, then? Bloody hell, and this is the easy one. Right, final clue. Put your lips to my rim, and I shall discharge liquid satisfaction. Oh, forget it. We'll scrap that one and start again. Let's move on to the next riddle. Sit down, sit down. Right. I'm a hard-working creator of audio entertainment who is overlooked and underappreciated. You're a mug. What? How dare you, you nasty little piss artist. But that's what you asked. Loads of them about. Baked in a fire, drink liquid from your dirty rim. A mug. What? You idiot, that was the answer to the previous question. Minus ten points to the lawmen. Stick that in your helmet. Easy, lads, easy. We've got all night. Riddle two, second clue. I'm Lois Spittle's premier community troubadour and purveyor of the arts. 
Magma, assholes. David, Dave, Davidson. Oh, I was going to say that. No, minus ten points to our souls be damned, and minus ten to Lake Wizarable for interference. Well, boo to you. Really? Nobody knows this one? Right, final clue, and if you don't get this, we may as well give up. I am standing right in front of you. Talking now. In front of you. Here I am. Anybody? Seriously? Oh, I've had enough. It's not as good as the Baron's quizzes. I'm going home. Me too. Yeah, and me. Good night, Mog. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Sit down. Where are you all going? There are 20 rounds left. Oh, no, listeners. There seems to be some sort of consternation regarding this um, rather uncontroversial edition of the pub quiz. In unprecedented scenes, patrons of Mog's bar are leaving. It's not even daylight yet. The bar's owner, Mog, is trying to calm the crowd and get them back in their seats. All right, folks, calm down, calm down, calm down. There's no need to leave. I, I know it's not been the best of pub quizzes so far, but if you all stick around, you can have some free grub. Yeah, I got a great deal on these new mushroom chipolatas from that hairy hedgeman fella. You buy the booze, and there'll be a plate in front of everyone. Good scam, Mog. That'll keep them here. Shut up, Fog, you asshole. Righto. <clears throat> Mog's a bit scary, isn't he, Dave? Right, let's get on with it. I'm enjoying this, Dave. It's going well, isn't it? Isn't it? Dave? Is there something wrong? You've got that glassy look in your eye again. Don't you realise how badly this is going, Fog? No one's swung a punch at anyone yet. You're boring them sober! <laughs> nonsense, nonsense. I don't know what you mean. Ooh, this is a disaster. Think of the brand, Fog. You're damaging the show. You'd better come up with something quick. Our reputations are on the line. Oh, it's up to me to rescue everything again, is it? Well, don't worry, Dave. I have something up my sleeve. Hang on. I left it here somewhere. What? It is actually up your sleeve. Hang on. I've nearly got it. Aha! There's nothing there, Fog. Exactly. It's improv, Dave. Improv. Ah, the tool at the bottom of the actor's toolbox. Yes, Dave, and we're going to wave it around tonight. Right, everybody. Listen to me. You there. Eyes on me. Stop talking at the back. Attention, attention, I want attention. There! Not that sort of attention, you bastard. Right, I want each team to nominate a performer for the improv round. Come on, come on, on the stage. Send your best actor while I draw out of this hat who will be taking part in the first round. Are you sure that this is a good idea, Fog? You have no confidence in me whatsoever, do you, Dave? Well, I'll show you. This will be a triumph. Oh, fine. I'll just take a seat, Fog. Uh, bear with us, listeners, whilst Fogg does his best. Right. Up first, it's, um... Arseholes be damned. And they'll be improving against... Les Criserables. Uh, except their band. Ooh. Minus ten points for breaking the rules. Instead, they'll be facing the Quizzed Wizards. Let's give a big hand for our competitors. I've already given away free food. You're not having my prize monster chandelier. I didn't mean the big green hand hanging from the ceiling with all the dribbly candles stuffed under its fingernails. I don't even know where you got that from. It's disgusting. Reminds me of something. Or someone. Anyway, I meant a round of applause. Come on, clap. Clap. Okay. From our souls be damned, we have... Father Magma. Father Magma. Fantastic. You stand on this side of me here. That's it. Well done. And on the other side, we have... Ariel the Quid. Great. Yes, yes, you don't need to bow. Just stand on your spot. Okay, are you both ready? Yes? Good. Here's your scene. 
It is a dark and stormy night. Lightning strikes the church tower. A fair maiden, that's you, Father Magma, awaits the return of her handsome prince. That is the role that I will be playing. But there's evil afoot. An old crone, that's you, Ariel, is trying to entice the maiden to come outside and take a bite of her poisonous juicy jackfruit. And go! Core, core, come outside, come outside. Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? Uh, I'm channeling my inner crow. That's what I'm supposed to do, right? Not a crow, crone, as in old bag. Oh, I'm playing an old bag. Righto. What are you doing now? I'm being an old bag. <sighs> That's wonderful work, Ariel. Uh, maybe you'd like to join us in the Lower Spittle Amateur Dramatic Society. Yes, yes, that's right. Go and join the amateurs. Where you belong. Now get off the stage. I'll show you how to be a wicked witch. Maiden, fair maiden, come down from your tower. I promise, with my foul and blackened heart, not to harm a single hair upon your head. But that doesn't rule out the rest of her, does it? Come on, father. <clears throat> I'm a beautiful lady. Look at me, lovely air. Fair princess I am, and I don't trust you. I'm waiting for my handsome prince. That's not a princess voice. Ooh. You sound like a cement mixer. Ooh. Like this. Do not tempt me with your luscious fruits, for I am waiting upon my gallant suitor. Now try it again. Uh, do not tempt me with a bowl of fruits, for I am waiting... For my galloping Uta. No, 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 no. Get out of the way. Get off the stage. If I must do this all myself, I will. Come down from the tower, sweetheart, for I have baked you an apple pie. I thought it was a jackfruit. Now it's a pie. Ooh, apple pie. My favourite sustenance. Maybe it wouldn't hurt to try just a little slice. It's nutritious and not poisoned. Except... Really, I've poured three litres of kerosene into it. When her handsome prince goes to kiss her, the romantic spark will ignite the liquid and send them both to kingdom come. Um, stop! I am the handsome prince. I've just come back from the kingdom of come. Do not tempt my lover, for she is in my protective custody. Ooh, I do like my apple pies in custody. I will try some. Mmm... Uh, no, wait, do not. And uh, yes, do. That, that was the old crow. Ooh, that's delicious. What's in it? Uh, apples and pie. Uh, no, the pie was laced with flammable liquid. Now we must never dance the horizontal tango, for if we do, we will be burned to cinders. Well, that sounds pretty hot to me. Let's do it. You're right. In the name of kinky science, we must copulate immediately. Mm. 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 I don't know who is winning this improv yes, competition, yes, yes. but it certainly isn't Fog. Snogging his own hand now. Anyway, if you're still listening, and I don't really blame you if you switched off already, here are some of the highlights coming up in the next week of Gamma Radio. We'll be having an expose on black market hair trafficking involving a well-known local wig maker. And we'll also be swimming with... There's something on the moors! 
That's Henrietta Nugget. What does she mean on the moors? We haven't got any moors. Ooh, not any moors. On the common, where the mushrooms are. <gasps> Listeners, there's a report just in. Something's been spotted on the moors. What's fog is um, yes, preoccupied. Let's yes. go and find out what it is. Check back with us in five minutes for further developments. In the meantime, uh, um, good luck with Fog's yes. play. Mm, right, yes. everybody, let's go, let's go! Yes. Oh, you can join in, Crone, if you like. Oh, don't mind if I do. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, wait. wait, what's going on? Where is everyone? I was just getting to the orgy. Mog? Mog? Hang on, Mr. Health and Safety. Uh, sir, 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 I've got to deal with this idiot. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll have all the glass cleared up in no time. Don't you? Mug, stop talking to those creepy suits. Where has everyone gone? Well, Fog, they've all fucked off. No thanks to you. They've all gone to find out what has been found on the moors. On the moors? What moors? We don't have any moors. Oh, I don't know, do I? Best tune into the radio and find out. Uh, Dave's gone too, has he? Snotty little bastard leaving me here. I was in the middle of an epic improv. Well, there's no point performing to just you and the listeners, is there? I suppose we better cut to an advert. I've been waiting three days for my saucy pics to arrive. You're still using that dial-up at Dunkel delivery service, aren't you? You should do what I did and switch to Chunky Pigeon Broadband for super fast deliveries. What's broadband then? Well, let me tell you. Normal pigeon delivery services strap their messages to tiny bands around the pigeon's ankles. Chunky Pigeon Delivery Service use broad bands of elastic to strap parcels of any size to their specially plumped pigeon posties. You can have anything delivered the very same day. Wow, what a world we live in. I'm gonna try it right now. Chunky Pigeon! Hello? Is that Chunky Pigeon? I want to order some saucy pics for my collection. How long? Fantastic! I'll open the window. Chunky Pigeon! Oh, saucy Oh, saucy pics. HP, tomato ketchup, tartar. Ooh, the barbecue looks tasty. Thanks, Chunky Pigeon. No problem. Chunky Pigeon cannot guarantee delivery of items the same day or at any time in the future. Many items cannot be delivered by Chunky Pigeon as they are too big. Chunky Pigeon cannot guarantee delivery of items via Pigeon and will use seagulls instead. Please wear eye protection. Chunky Pigeon! Hello, listeners! Welcome back to this very special report. You join me live on Lois Spittle Common with the rest of the pub under the shade of some very hefty mushrooms. Wow! not been here since they started growing. There are literally hundreds of these. Leviathanic fungi. We're currently heading to the scene of the mystery and being dragged alongside me is the town's official event hyperinflator, Henrietta Nugget. Henrietta, could you describe what it was that you witnessed on the common? Yes, I certainly can. It were too horrific for words. However, I could describe it with a noise. Oh, my word. And what was it that made that horrific uncalled-for noise, Henrietta? Well, it were me, when I saw it. Yes, but what horror did you see? Well, actually, it were two things. One were slimy, wet, and had nasty, sharp teeth. All angles, it were. 
bits pointing here, pointing there, and the eyes. The eyes! What about the eyes? It had two of them. Oh. It were like a fish, but with no legs. Like one of those ancient monsters from before the Big Bang. Well, what about the other thing? It were unnaturally round and big and had stripes on it. Did it have eyes and teeth? Where its eyes should have been, there was nothing. Holy mother! Where its nose should have been, there was nothing. <gasps> nothing at all? But, but where its mouth should have been... <gasps> Fangs, tentacles, fiery breath, an asshole. Nah, there was nothing. But it was terrifying nonetheless. Oh, well, it sounds like a, a ball. Yeah, that's it. Have you seen it too? Mm. Well, what happened next? I feared for me very life. I didn't know what they were going to do to me. Well, what did they do? They lay there, limpid on the grass in such a terrible manner I thought I might wet me drawers. Did you? No, not really. Did anything happen at all? Yes. I walked back to Margs and a little sit down to catch me breath and then I burst in all dramatic light. Is that it? Well, yeah, hyperinflator. It's me job. It's what I get paid for, making a fuss over nothing. Well, thank you, Henrietta. It's been a Pleasure talking to you. Uh, right then, listeners, we are now approaching the site of the incident. Uh, people have already gathered around these mysterious yet probably not very scary objects. What is it? Excuse me! Excuse me! Media coming through! Watch out! Microphone about! <laughs> right, folks, stop there. We're going to have to cordon this off. Right, Constable Lastic, this is your time to shine, sunshine. Oh, yes, Sergeant. What do you want me to do? Arrest all these trespassers and give them a good kicking. You pull off all their masks and see if there's a supervillain hidden amongst them. What? No! You've got the longest arms. Just make them into a circle and hold them above the objects. You're our portable cordon system. Oh, sir. I'm always having to be a barrier. I'm trying to get my first glimpse of the objects. I'm still trying to get through the crowd. Damn it. Oh. Oh. Listeners. Before me, I can see... Get off my land! I told you. I told you they were here. Thank you, Dora. What are you lot doing up here? This is private property. Is it? I thought we were on Lower Spittle Common. This land belongs to the Open Arms Community Trust. We manage this land for the whole community. We can't just have any old rabble come up here to experience nature. Now get off! Uh, excuse me, folks. Excuse me. I see, I see, sir. Well, in that case... Would you care to explain what these are doing on your land? Oh, Sergeant, I didn't see you there. Uh, it's good to see the long arm of the law. Stop making fun of me! Um, uh, uh, what exactly are you looking at? Uh, holy mother, what am I looking at? That is quite disturbing. Um, actually, uh, did I say that this was our land? Uh, no, 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 this is uh, far beyond our boundaries. It's, um... It's my mistake, Sergeant. I got mixed up. I thought this was our land, but it turns out that it's, um, not. Uh, yes, it's not. You bloody idiot, Dora. You made a fool of me. Yes, the Baron hasn't signed any documents yet. All of our land still technically belongs to... All right, people. shut up, Dora. Right then, Sergeant, uh, we'll be on our way. Uh, but if you want to look in our factory, you'll need a warrant. Come on, Dora. Oh, that was interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Harry Hedgeman there, clearly protecting the rights of... Well, 
someone. Anyway, uh, right, back to the mystery. Uh, before me, listeners, lying prone on the wet ground. Uh... Right, enough of that boring nonsense. Hello, listeners, welcome back to the show. Dave has given us some very interesting prompts to continue the improv party I'm having here with uh, Mog. So we'll continue in that vein. I'm playing a journalist investigating the phenomena on the moors, and uh, here we go. <clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Fogla... Oh, shit. Well, I'll just use my real name. I am Fog, and I'm in the studio reporting on the strange phenomenon on the moors. Damien, yes, Damien, my trusty assistant, is at the scene. Damien, describe to us what you can see. Over to you. What? Oh, Fog, you're on air too. Um, uh, what? Tell us what's going on, Damien. Um, well, we've got a large crowd gathered around the town guard's cordon. His name's Constable Lastic. And I can see the strange objects before me. One is a small, round, green, stripy ball, and the other appears to be a largest, dead, legless fish. And that's sort of... it. Uh, wait, uh, did you call uh, me... Did you hear that, listeners? Our stupid reporter Damien has described a scene of utter terror. The armed forces have gathered to protect the townsfolk from what sounds like a pair of hideous, gigantic monsters. Who knows what unholy intentions they have? F -f 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 what, what are you doing? And who's Damien? Is this Mad Ray residue? Our reporter seems to be out of his tiny mind. He's clearly lost the plot. He doesn't even know his own name anymore. I don't know what you're talking about, Fog. Everything's fine. What's that? I've had a report just in now, listeners, that the monsters are about to attack. No, no, no. They're just sort of lying. Lying? Yes, the authorities are lying to the people, telling them everything is fine, when in fact there are two giant monsters attacking each other right next to our beloved town. No, they're not. Did you hear that? These are monsters, and they're attacking! No, 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 don't listen. It's not true. It's got to be true. I just heard it on the radio. Look, I'm on the radio. He's right. Let's get out of here before we're eating alive. Come on, everyone. Let's go looting! Yeah! Looting! No, 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 wait, wait! Damien, Damien, get out of there. The monsters are attacking. They're going to eat everyone, including you. There isn't much time. This is ground zero. This is the epic centre. Fog! Stop this right now! I'll cut you off! Uh, this is actually a more- Damien! Damien! He's dead! Listeners, he's dead! He's been eaten by uh, Fishra or squashed by Hellball! I, I don't know which. Oh, my poor dear friend. He always was an idiot. The only thing left for me to do, listeners, I must save the day. The only thing that could defeat these hideous, gigantic bastards is my trusty pocket knife and a ball of string. Yes, with this I shall fashion a weapon so powerful it'll defeat both beasts in one fell swoop. Oh. Oh no, listeners. Another report is coming in. The monsters appear to be doing battle with each other over who gets to dine on the town's residence. Fishra, the giant fish, is angry over the loss of its legs and is biting at the hellball. Oh my. Oh my, it's rolling around in a frenzy. It's going to crush Jean's cafe. Oh, oh, the humanity. There. Hey, some buggers threw a brick through the window. Well, go outside and tell them to pack it in. I'm trying to do a show here. Bear with us, listeners, as our replacement reporter, Mog, brings news of further developments. Oi, you, what's going on? Haven't you heard? Monsters are attacking Lower Spittle. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I heard it on the radio. Well, where are they then? I don't know, but I'm not waiting around here to find out. I'm going to loot this shop instead. It's the bloody wig shop. What are you going to do with a load of wigs? For me disguise, so the monsters don't recognise me. 
bugger off and hide then. I don't know. You idiot. The whole town is rioting now. Oh, don't be stupid, Mark. It's just an improv. They're all just joining in with me. Listen. They're having a jolly good time out there, aren't they? Aren't they? In fact, you know what? I think I've created the world's very first form of interactive entertainment. This is it. I've hit the big time. I'm going straight to the top. What top? There is no top. Who are you trying to impress? You can't get any more famous than you already are in the Wasteland Fog. Oh, stop this nonsense or the whole town will be destroyed. Again! Yeah, but... Uh, wait, what? What do you mean? This is it? There's nowhere for me to climb to? This is peak fog? Oh. I've never thought of that before. This... This is hard news to take. And when Foglamp von Krampus III saw the breadth of his domain, he wept. For there were no more worlds to conquer. Except mine. I've not done mine. Yes, mine. On the radio. Oh, no, wait. Fog! You bastard! Steady on. I know mine's got a bad reputation, but, um... Have you seen outside? That town's gone loopy. Everybody is rioting and beating each other up. I've just seen a man with ten wigs on out there. It's complete insanity. What on earth were you thinking spreading such misinformation? The, 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 the lying to our public? Lying? That's a heinous accusation. Don't you know the difference between lying and acting, Dave? It was an improv, an epic improv that the whole town has gotten involved with. I've never seen anything like it. Britland has not seen such talent since the legendary Bradley Walsh did, uh, whatever it was he was famous for. No, Fog. This is real. This is actually happening. Old Mr. Spotopus has been chased up a lamppost. So? That happens once a week when he feeds his meat corn. Polly Amorous has been dumped by all of her boyfriends. In a ditch. Well, that is unfortunate, but... These are your monsters, Fog. Look at them. Look at them and despair. Whoa. What the hell are those? Excuse me. Ah! My God. Things really have turned ugly, haven't they? If I might interject for a moment and make a small observation. Oh, you go ahead, Ugly. You say whatever it is you want to say. I might be able to enlighten you as to the nature of these two objects that lie before us. This one is a standard watermelon from before the Big Bang. And this one is a dead shark. A bull hus, if I'm not mistaken. Eh? Oh, how do you know that, Ugly? A Ladybird Book of Flora and Fauna, pages 17 and 43. I do like to digest a good book. I, I didn't know you read books, Ugly. I don't. I eat them. Uh, what will you say, Fog? They're not monsters at all. They're just an ancient vegetable and a pre-war fish. You're going to have to put a stop to all of this, Fog. Well, I didn't know, did I? It's not my fault my acting skills are so powerful they can turn people's minds and hearts even over the airways, is it? I didn't know that they would take me so seriously. Oh, you've really done it this time. You know how susceptible the townsfolk are to bad news. Put a stop to it right now. Oh, fine. I'll scupper my own performance for your sake, Dave. Right, listeners, a new report has just come in. The monsters have been defeated by, uh, love. Yes, love. The monsters stared deep into each other's eyes and then wandered off into the sunset to... 
have babies or something. The end. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Evogland from Krampus the Third production, improved and produced by none other than yours truly. I'd like to thank. Oh, Fog, stop it! Stop it! That's enough! Yes. Uh, please bear with us uh, while we announce the winners of the pub quiz. <sighs> I must apologise, listeners, for my co presenter's behaviour. It is not becoming of a professional. Oh, never mind that, Dave. Let's get the results of this bloody pub quiz announced so I can have a bloody drink. Right. And the winner is. Um. Uh, me! Inflammatory spigot! Academic extraordinaire! Inflammatory spigot? But you ran up the stairs! You didn't even answer a single question! Ah, that's quite right, my Hancock cretin! You see, I've been listening up my door, and I heard you take away points from all of the other teams, leaving them in deficit. Except for me. I'm the only one with a fat winning zero. So come on, what's my prize? No, surely not. That, that can't be right, can it, Dave? Well, actually, Fog, I think it is. You did cock things up from start to finish. Damn, damn. Well, well, ah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Well, 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 well then, Flam, I must congratulate you. You are the winner of today's pub quiz. Your prize is ten copies of The Dark History of the Wasteland, Volume 1, by Inflammatory Spigot. Congratulations to you, Inflammatory Spigot. Well, that's my own book. What am I supposed to do with that? Well, you can make good use of them in your toilet, Spigot, like everyone else. How dare you? I've never been so insulted in all my life. Well, that's about it for today, listeners. <laughs> uh, we leave you now. Wait a moment, wait a moment. Has nobody thought to ask the obvious question? Oh, for the sake of the Holy Mother, what what question? Why the hell did a pre-war melon and a dead ancient shark appear on our common? Where did they come from? How could they exist? What does it all mean? It means... It means that's the end of the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week for more... Uh, uh, Mog, you have a back door. I'm a radio.